Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your gift of love to us. Thank you for the gift of the air in our lungs. Thank you for your gift of faith to us that we can believe in you. Thank you for all the gifts you've given to us, God. Thank you for the gift of your son. Oh, wow. For your salvation that you've given to us, the freedom you give to us, the peace that Jesus gives to us, your Holy Spirit you've given to us. What a great giver you are, God. We can never outgive you because you've already given us everything we need and more and more and more. Thank you that we get to remember who you are and talk about who you are with each other. And this morning we get to talk about you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking through my words straight into the hearts of every person here, straight into where it needs to go. We receive your word today, Holy Spirit. We look forward to it. Let it be done. Amen. Grab your seats. Sit down. Lie down. Okay. Yeah, we've had a pretty fun few hours in our family. My boy. It was like, it's funny you saying Regan, Jotham, sorry. Yeah, I'm getting it mixed up. Jotham, because he, he smashed his teeth up the other day too. So, well, not the other day, that was a couple of months ago. But yeah, that's funny. His teeth have now come out since then, but they were meant to come out. So that's, that's a good thing. All right. So God, God is really bringing a great message through our church here. I don't know if you've noticed it, but he's training us. He's equipping us. He's getting us ready uh, for war, for battle. Pastor Kylie spoke about it two weeks ago. Uh, she talked about getting ready for war and fighting the battles. Uh, and I, I loved it. I don't know if you've, you've listened to that podcast or you were here on the day, but uh, listen to it again. We're actually up to 100 podcasts, by the way. We've hit the ton. Sweet. Not bad at all. Well done, Chelsea. That's a lot of hours that Chelsea's put into editing out all the crazy stuff we say. <laughs> and there's been a lot of that. And there'll be some more today. Woohoo! Uh, but yeah, so... Pastor Kyle, and, and I was looking back on some of the stuff that our pastors have spoken about uh, from, to us all over the years. There's been many years, I can't even remember how many years they have been pastoring for. Do we, do we know? It's more than 10 because we celebrated 10 a few years ago. Anyway, it's been a while. So some of the things I've said, some of the statements that have stuck out to me as I was looking through my notes, because um, obviously I keep extensive notes. <laughs> I'm such a good pastor. Uh, uh, one of them, Pastor Steve said, let's take the next step. Right? Let's just the next thing. Whatever's next in your life, just take that next step. I love that encouragement. We can look at the big things and go, I can't do that. No, just take the next step. Uh, keep the main thing the main thing. Anyone know about that? Elevate your thinking, elevate your life. I forgot that last service. Let's elevate our thinking. Uh, that know the whose you are, not just who you are. We've got seed for the sower. We've been talking about that lately, about seed and sowing. When you give, when you pray, when you fast. Who's heard? Remember that one? That Jesus said, Give, pray, fast. This is what you do when you do that, not if you do that. <laughs> I remember Pastor Carl. I love it when she gets up here and just starts like just ramming at home. Like, come on, you're, you can do this. And you're like, what do you mean? Come on, oh, man. I do like, I enjoy that though. Who else enjoys that? Because we need that. We need that like, come on, just get, get it moving. You think it'd be Steve doing that, but Kylie gets out there and just kicks it so well. Steve's got a joke and a laugh, and, but Kylie just, mm. That's going to be in the podcast now, isn't it? Yeah, she's going to hear that. Um, uh, expectancy and expectation. 
how we should be. Um, yeah, you can always get them mixed up, can't you? Right? I get that too. Should I be expected or expected? I don't being willing for God to do what he's going to do and not just expect that he's going to show up. But God, you're meant to be doing this. You're meant to be doing that. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but that's what we do sometimes. You know, a bit silly. Uh, ask, seek, not. Knock. <laughs> knots. Remember the knots in your life, people. <laughs> Need some massage therapy there. Uh, this is how we fight my battles. That's so- great song. Pastor Stephen Spent some really, really good messages on that a while ago about how we fight our battles through different things. And there's heaps more of that. He talked about foundations of rest last year through the crazy COVID time. Talking about, this came out at the start of the year, resting, relaxing in God and allowing his rest. You know, we can mix up rest and relaxation. We think rest is relaxing, but it's not always the same thing, you know. Resting in God is different to just relaxing on a on a beach chair. Yeah, God, I'm going to relax in you somewhere out, beautiful, idyllic with great sea and water and just, you know, no kids to look after, just the sand and my feet in the water. The kids are somewhere else. Someone else is taking care of them. But it's actually about resting in God, which can be in the middle of the battle too. It can be in the middle of things. God prepares a table for us. You can go and look that up for yourself. Great. God's word is good, isn't it? Excellent. And then this year we're talking about the little things. Love it. Little things. Isn't it so encouraging to, yeah, little things. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking to Pastor Kylie. Um, the little things are so significant in our lives. Even though we think they're insignificant, they are really significant, aren't they? Like brushing your teeth. Pretty significant, isn't it? But it's an everyday, normal, run-of-the-mill, eh, don't need to do it today. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden a hockey ball hits your mouth and your teeth are flying everywhere. Um. But little things, we've got to take care of the little things. Jesus said, let the little children come to me. You know, don't stop them from coming here. I want to take care of the little things. We need to take care of the little things in our lives because our lives are just made up of a whole heap of Lego bricks put together, sometimes with super glue, other times just laying there and just a little bit of a knock and everything falls over. Well, that's the way it seems. It's like me last night. But uh, so Pastor Kai, speaking about fighting your battles, she talked about never giving up. Don't ever give up fighting battles. We may think that fighting a battle is, is like just one hard slog after another, thinking about like some of the world wars which go on for years and years and take a huge toll on humanity. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about fighting battles and, and actually taking ground and making a stand and, and going, this is mine, this is where things, you know, give me back that. Like Carol was saying before, like give me back those keys to, to death and hell. They're mine. I'm, you, know, you don't get them anymore. These are mine. That's mine. That's mine. Be like a little kid running around. Mine, mine. Um, we're made to be fighters. And I, and I feel like God is training us. I feel like this is a training time for all of us. No matter what age you are, whether you're young or old, this is training time. God's preparing us. Um, we think in our minds, yeah, better things, bigger things. Well, you know, it doesn't always work out the way we think it's going to be, but God is training you for whatever comes next. It doesn't have to be, you know, a uh, hundred times better, you know, a thousand times better. I'm, yeah, I, I have a, a bit of a problem with people saying, you know, it's a thousand times better. You can't, it's a hundred, you know, a thousand percent. It can't be a thousand percent. It's a hundred percent. That's as big as you can get. Anyway, <laughs> you can't be that. It can actually happen because you can be a thousand times more. Anyway, leave that alone. Uh, but God is training us for war. And, and I think 
it's interesting to, to talk about war because war is different to just a battle. War, war is, a, is a, a conflict that goes over time. A battle is a short term. Um, and it's okay if we have lots of short-term battles. Don't let that wear you down right now, okay? So if you're in a, if you're in a season of your life where you're like, I don't, I don't think I can keep fighting these battles, don't worry. It's time to rest in God. Um, but you are still being trained through that. David was trained past last couple of weeks ago, Pastor Kyle was talking about. I keep saying that. You know what I'm talking about. Go and look it up if you, have, if you don't know what I'm talking about. But um, David... Uh, fought the battles with the lion and the bear. And when he got to Goliath, he was saying, I fought the lion and the bear and I've won. I went and they took one of my lambs. I went and grabbed them by the head, whacked them, took the lamb back. That's mine. I get that back. And so when he got to Goliath, it was only just another one of those things, right? I've seen what can happen and I know what can happen. And so this is what's going to happen. You know, like I'm, I'm walking to this in confidence that God can do all things I can do all things through Christ, who strengthens me. We're going to, go to the, get to that verse in a moment. But God is training you. Wherever you are in life, he's training you. Um, and, and we talk about cyber training, about protecting yourself online. You know about that? Do you, do you just, you know, reuse your passwords, recycle, you know, password one, two, three, or your date of birth? Or I see people with their email addresses and it's their name and their, their date of birth. And I'm like, why are you doing that for? <laughs> There's a few people who do that right here because <laughs> Callum's laughing. He's like, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> so you're protecting yourself online. But I, was, I had an instance the other day where my computer kept popping up this message and saying, you need to enter this password. Um, and so I, I was like, I don't want to enter my password. I don't know what that's about. So I could either enter my password or I could cancel. And in the back of my mind, I could go, I can actually look up what this means and find out what's going on. But I hit cancel. I had to hit it quite a few times because it kept popping up. <laughs> Every couple of seconds, pop up, pop up, cancel, cancel, cancel. It's like we've got that choice in life. What do we do? Do we, do we, do we give up, enter our password and just like, yeah, whatever? Uh, or do we delay it? Who, who here delays your um, auto update on your operating system? You know, do, I, do you do it now or later? Later? Who does it now? Who does it now? Yes, yes. I see those hands. There's two, three. Yes, excellent. Do it now or later? Um, do it now. Do it now. Don't put off what you, you can do now or later. But those options we have in life, like do we take the easy road? Uh, do we delay it? Like do we just give in? Do we delay it? Or do we, do we look at fighting the battle? Uh, and, and I needed to do that. I need to find the battle, figure out, look up some forums. What does this really mean? Is it, is it a system thing or am I, am I being hacked? Uh, it's just a system thing in the end. So I had to look it up, took a little bit of time, had to do some workarounds, figure it out, got it all sorted. It's now popped up again. But anyway, that's not the point. That's not the point. The point is that, that we, we, we have a choice whether we just give up, delay it or fight. So in life, it's a lot like that. You can kick the can down the road. I don't have to do that today. Uh, I'll let it go. Or, or do you want to you fight it now or are you just going to give in? Um, I've given in. Anyone else given in? Mm. Um, in? In army terms, they call them a deserter, someone who runs away. And don't temp- they don't get looked on very favourably, do they? You know, People that desert in the middle of battle and run off, they either get hung later or, or they get a, a bullet on the way out. <laughs> so, um, but I'm so glad God doesn't treat us like that, does he? He doesn't, 
He doesn't, oh, you're back now. You deserter. No, he welcomes us back and go, it's okay, it's training day. Let's, let's get back into the field. Let's get back into training. Let's get back into, let's get back. Come back. Come back in. Life's like that. God is good. I love it. So in, in, I just want to go through a few points. I want to give you a few more weapons of mass destruction that you can use against the enemy, okay? And against things going on in your life. And a few pointers that can remind you of things. Is that cool? All right, so 1 Peter 5. Uh, you may know this. It's verses 8 to 10. Um, I'm going to read from the Passion Version or translation. It says, Be well balanced and always alert because your enemy, the devil, roams around incessantly, nonstop, He's always looking, like a roaring lion, like a roaring lion. Again, I hear Pastor Kylie has said that in the past. He said, it's like a roaring lion. It's a bit of a toothless roar because he's like a roaring lion. It doesn't actually have the the authority that he's declaring with his roar, but he's roaring nonetheless. And I don't know if you've ever had anyone yell in your face, but it's a little intimidating when someone just gets there, they're like, "Mm, mm." And they're just going for you. Anyone else had that? I've, I've had that. I've been in retail. I know what that's like. <laughs> Battle lines right here. All right, let's sit down and talk about this. I'm not going to sit down. You need to give me my refund. Oh, there goes my paper. Uh, who's in retail? Anyone in retail? <laughs> yeah, you know what it's like. That chicken's not good enough. That's retail food. Oh, so much I could say about that. But we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, is running around like a roaring lion. It says there further, in verse 9, it says, Take a decisive stand against him and resist every attack with strong, vigorous faith. <laughs> Don't you love that? This is great. For you know that your believing brothers and sisters around the world are experiencing the same kind of troubles. We're not alone in this. There's a someone, something, always roaring, trying to shout us down and trying to make us quiet. Be quiet. Don't you dare speak the things of God in this place. Don't speak truths in here. You can't talk about God here. You can't tell people that they need God. No, I can. I will. And I'll speak God's truth. Again, well, we'll get onto that. It's not against flesh and blood, obviously. So there is a roaring lion. It's much, much like there's a, there is a flashing icon coming up on your screen saying, you know, update, install, enter your password. You've won money. Um, there's a prince wanting to give you $10 million. I love those guys. Uh, there's always something shouting at you. And it can also be an internal battle as well because um, Paul talks about in Philippians, he says people who uh, have forsaken God and um, they've made their own God, their God is their own desires and their own passions and they're following after those. Um, that's in Philippians 2, I think it is. I love the book... Philippians like if you want something to encourage you and just read quickly because it doesn't take long it's four chapters and it's pretty quick because Paul didn't have much in the way of papyrus to write on so he made it (laughs) succinct to the point like his scribes wrote I can't fit that on there Paul just you know down the bottom turn it over and just write that PTO please turn over okay Um, lost my track of thought someone help me with that that's okay, I lost your track of thought through. Philippians, okay, Philippians, yeah. Um, Philippians 2, something was in there for you, but you're going to have to look it up yourself because it's eluded me. Oh, come on. Anyway, so 
There is an enemy and there are things that are trying to shout us down. Oh, that's right. Your God is your, is your stomach is what it talks about. But it also says that their God has made them mute and quiet and silent. And, and that's what someone who's trying to intimidate you is, is wanting to do, is trying to, to shut you down, shut you up, put you down and just get you in a container where they can close the lid and say you're taken care of. Who wants to be taken care of? And sorted and, you know, shoved in a box where you're not meant to fit and you're not meant to be there. You can't breathe and, and life is pretty bad. Does anyone want to be in that box? No. So it's time to get the word of God and use it as a weapon, as a sword, because uh, it talks about the, the word of God being like a two-edged sword that separates flesh and bone. I love it how it doesn't actually talk about cutting flesh. It, it, it cleaves through. Well, it probably does talk about cutting flesh. Anyway, let's go on. Um, it doesn't talk about cutting people. It's talking about separating it's sharp enough to separate things. So, so in, uh, intentions and desires, it's sharp enough to cut them away and cleanly and well done. The, the, spirit, the word of God is you can use that in your life. You can use that on yourself. You can use it in your area of work, in your family, in whatever. You can use the word of God and it's a safe tool. Don't use it against people because that's not what we're here to do. We're not used, here to use God's word against people. We use it against the authorities and powers of this world. And declaring God's truth in the atmosphere. Yeah, am I right? But when that enemy or, or, or that thing in your life, whether you've let it in or it's just barged in on you, it's yelling at you and it's trying to keep you quiet. You're not meant to be quiet. This is what Pastor Carl is speaking about. Let's, let's use our voice and use our breath for something useful and let's waste our hours and our days on God and let's use it to, to declare God's truth in front of that thing which is yelling us down. Now, because, because the truth is that God is king and he is Lord of all. Does anyone believe that, that God is God? He created the universe. He created you and me. He knows what he's doing. He has the power to do anything. He is doing all things. He's our provider, our keeper, our, our Lord, our, our salvation. He's love, his kindness, his mercy. He's all these things. But in our situation where, where we might be facing this thing yelling at us, it's just yelling, yelling. It's in our face, yelling at us. We don't see that truth. That's still a truth, right? But we may not experience it right here in this. My son's just had his teeth knocked back into his throat. I don't necessarily see the goodness of God in that moment. Do you know what I'm saying? But what I use this for... And how I think about this situation really matters. And that's the fight, right? That's the fight. The matter of, of perspective of what am I going to allow this thing? Am I going to let this thing shut me up and shut me down? Are you going to let it shut you down? Or are you going to use the word of God and say, no, no you know, that song we sang, no one, no one like you. What was it in the, in the song? There's no one but you. No one but you. No one but you, God, knows me. No one but you cares for me like you do. No one but you loves me like you do. No one but you has got my back like you do. No one but you has got the power to, to bring me out and through this horrible situation like you do. No one, no one but you. There is no one but God. You can yell at me or you can try and seduce me with your taste and your, your feelings and emotions and you can be sh trying to shut me down, but no one but God is going to fulfill me like he does. No one can do that. I don't have to buy into your lie. I don't have to receive what you are yelling and, and clicking and flicking at me and whatever it is that's getting in my face. It's, it's time to not be silent in those times. 
That's a training day, right? Wherever you are. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? You, you can hear what I'm saying. Can you uh, relate that to your life? Ever had that situation? If you, Come on. Anyone had that situation? Someone in the front row have. Like, yeah, good. I can see some nods. I don't expect yelling from the back row. I probably can't hear you, but, um, but I'm good. Some nods, yes. Mm. Yes, brother. <clears throat> so Philippians 4, um, verse 13 says, I can do all things. This is the amplified version. I can do all things which he has called me to do. Hmm. You've been called to do things. You are called for something. You are here for a reason. You're not God's plan B. You are God's plan. When you're an enemy of God, you're part of God's plan. When you're a child of God, you're still part of God's plan. When you run a desert, you're still part of God's plan. When you come back, you're part of God's plan. Come on, you're breathing, you're part of God's plan. You're dead, you're still part of God's plan. Right? So we're part of God's plan. What he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. You can fulfill his purpose. You think you've been a failure before? That's just the enemy yelling in your face. Yes, you've made mistakes. Yes, I know. But don't get a different weapon out called regret and start cutting yourself. Because that's not what you're meant to do. You can have remorse. Sorry, God. I won't do that again. I'm going to move on. And yeah, you may realize in the back of your head someone's going, you're going to do it again. Don't listen to that voice. Let's, let's time to get another weapon out, like the Word of God, and says, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. So I can be self-sufficient wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, whether I have someone standing with me or not, I am sufficient inside of Jesus because that, if I believe in Jesus, that's where I am and he's inside of me. How good. I am ready for anything and equal to anything. Let's stand over here and say this because I'm being shouted down by this, by this thing, right? I can do all things through Christ, which he has called me to do, through him who strengthens me and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. That's a lot of syllables there, but you get it. I am ready for anything. I am equal to anything through him who infuses me, infuses me with inner strength, inner strength and confident peace. How good is that? Right, you can, you can say, yeah, you're just, you're just geeing yourself. And I've said this before. Of course I am because I need to be encouraged. I need to be lifted up. I need to be, to be, come on, come on, Adrian, let's go, let's go. It ain't nothing but a little battle and it's not only just a war, but I know who's already run, won the war. I'm just going to throw my cup around for a second. I'm excited by this because this is training, it's training not just for us, it's training for, for other generations that see us do this. You can put your weapons down and you can just coast your life. You can easily do that and you can still make it to the end. But, but it's not a well done, good and faithful service. It's getting in through the skin of your teeth. And wherever you are right now, don't use regret to say, I can't, oh, I've messed up, I can't do it. No, pick up your weapons now. Let's fight. Pick up your weapons. Let's train. Let's train. Let's get in the, get in, you know, mm. I don't even have to say it and you know what I'm talking about. All right. Um, Philippians 4. Uh, this is verses. I don't, I've got my words mixed up. My verses mixed up. That's okay. So I know what it means to lack. Sorry, Jesse. He, he probably isn't keeping up with me. Oh, good night. I know what it means to lack. And I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance. Oh, I love this because this is abundance. This is knowing God's goodness. God is in control. Yeah. I've, he's got this. I've got heaps. 
And then I know what it is to have no food in my stomach and I have no way to fill it. What he says is, is really important. For I'm trained, I'm trained, I'm trained, I've been trained and I am training myself in the secret of overcoming all things, whether in fullness or in hunger. Yeah, I know, I know, it's the hunger you think, oh, I don't want that. But hunger is not bad, even fasting is not bad, right? Going without is not bad. And we can have a lot and still not have anything, right? Chelsea said that statement. People can have, uh, can be so poor, all they have is money. That's good. And I find that the strength of Christ's explosive power, here it is again, infuses me to conquer every difficulty. I know because I've been trained. God is training you. Take the training. Don't leave the training. Receive the training. Work with him in the training. Um, it's really hard if you're a trainer. I'm sure it would be difficult because I'm not one. Um, but training someone who doesn't want to learn and isn't really, doesn't really care. It's just blasé. It, it's, it's, it's not going to work. But if the person buys in on the training and receives the training and is willing to learn from the training, they actually... Uh, the trainer gets a benefit as well as the trainee gets the benefit of learning. Yeah. Tell me what moves you, God. Take my, take my words and my training and apply it to your life. That moves me. That moves God. Wow. Okay. I can do this. I can do this. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I'm self-sufficient in any time frame. Uh Okay. Huh. You know, there's, there's so much in God's word, and you're probably thinking, oh, yeah, you could say this verse or that verse. There's so much. I'm glad. If I don't cover the points that, that pop up in your mind, that is fantastic because you're covering stuff that I'm not covering, and that means you're listening to the Holy Spirit. That means you're training. You're training. <laughs> training is good. Training builds us up. Training strengthens us. Training gets us ready for the next thing so that we can have victory because we are not meant to taste defeat. We're meant to be victorious. We're more than conquerors, more than overcomers, more than that because we have the power of Jesus within us. We are inside Jesus' sufficiency and he's inside of us. Oh, man. Okay. Um, in Ephesians 6, that's where he also talks about we don't battle against flesh and blood. So we don't battle against, uh, if there is a person, you're in retail, all right? It's not the person we're battling against. It's the atmosphere. It's, it's the emotions that we're dealing with. Um, you don't always have to, you don't have to battle against them. And, and more importantly, if you can control yourself, especially in those instances of retail or any of those things where someone's at you, if you can control yourself through that, if you can keep yourself calm and you can see their side of it, your side of it, and how we can work through this, you're going to be so much better. That's just from a logical point of view, right? If you can keep your calm when all else, everyone else around you is losing their mind, this person is losing their mind. If you can keep it, if you can train yourself, life is good. How much more with God's word? How much more with God's truth? How much more? Um, but not against the people. It's not against our family. 
We don't use the Word of God against and, and, and punish people with the Word of God because we've seen elements of that in the Bible where they use laws to bind people up and, and to tie them up in a place. We're not meant for that. We're not made for that. God's Word brings freedom. It brings freedom from the law. Um, and, and, yeah, we might see people doing things that aren't right, but we can't use the law against them. So, anyway, I'm gonna, that's enough. Let's use the weapons that God gives us. Like last night, um, we were just praying that, that God would have his way through it. And, and it's good to pray specifically for things, but also remember that over everything, God will have his way. Like, God, I want those teeth to be healed. I want those bones to be restored. I want live life, life, life. But over all of this, God, have your way. Have your way. Because I might miss stuff. If it's just relying on me speaking the words, oh, no, I've missed the, you know, I needed that capillary to join to that one and that artery. It's, oh, no, it's dead now. No, I just rely on God's overarching goodness. He, he knows what he's doing. He knows, God, have your way. And especially when you can't figure the words out. I don't know exactly what to say. God, have your way. Have your way. And one of the biggest weapons, sorry, I was going in somewhere with that Ephesians. Oh, it's another one. I stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing through you and in you. I, I just love whenever it talks about explosive power of God. You know, it can be a quick burn or it can be a slow burn, but it's still explosive power. It may be um, miracle right then and there, or it could be something you, you look back on and go, wow, look what God did right there. Look at that. Look at what he's turned out for good. So it may not be changed like that. It might be changed like that. It may be an over-the-time thing, but it's still God's explosive power. So let's look at Psalm 34 because Psalm 34 is what Callum mentioned this morning. Let's, let's sing God's praises. Let's declare God's goodness together because there is something about when, if someone or something is yelling in your face and is shouting you down and trying to make you quiet, um, you may not have the wherewithal to start speaking Scripture as far as, you know, I'm a child of God. I, just declare God's praises. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear it and rejoice. Oh, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. That act of magnification of who God is in that moment and in every moment of our lives realigns us to the truth that God is in control and over everything in everything, through everything, around everything, behind everything. He's just got, he's not stabbing, you know, he's, he's behind, he's got our back, right? It reminds us that God is good. So when something else is trying to take that place of God and putting itself above who God is, you need to take a moment to magnify God, magnify who He is. Let me realign this, the atmosphere at the moment. I'm going to magnify God. Only He loves me like He does. Only He can love me the way that I need to be loved. Only He can accept me the way I need to be accepted. Only He can help me through this situation. Only He, only God. God is above all. God, magnify the Lord with me. Change your magnification. Get it off the problem and get it onto the solution, which is God. I sought the Lord and He answered me and delivered me from all my fears. It gets better. And they looked to Him and were radiant and their faces will never be ashamed. Shame is gone. Again, don't use shame to cut yourself. Don't use that as a weapon against yourself. It's time to drop it, let it go. You don't need to be ashamed. This poor man cried. 
I have been that poor man. And the Lord heard him and saved him out of his troubles. And the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. How blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Man, it just gets better and better. Just take a moment. Quote some scripture. I don't care what you do. Grab a hold of something. Say, God is good. God is good. And declare that. Magnify the Lord over him, over this situation. Thank you, Father. Cool. Okay, almost in time. Would you close your eyes with me? Thank you, Father, for speaking to us. I thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's been speaking to you through this message, not just me getting excited up here. He's been speaking to you, and you, and you can tell because you, you feel different. Maybe it's your heart pumping or, or something's coming to your mind. Maybe it's something that's trying to put you down and remind you of your past. It's just the Holy Spirit saying, come on, son. Come on, daughter. He's calling you so you can respond to him. And if you respond to him, you get so much more than what you leave behind. So would you receive him now? Would you say, Jesus, Holy Spirit, I'm listening. I'm listening. I accept what you have. I'm coming back. I just want you. not a difficult thing. Father, thank you. Thank you for the gift of faith that you've given us to believe you. Thank you for the gift of your word that always points to your goodness. Thank you for the gift of your son who redeems us and saves us from our lives and our crazy mistakes. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you Bring the Word of God to life. You light our path. You guide our steps. You take us through the dark times. And lead us into the light times. And whether there is darkness or lightness around us, you are what we need. Only you. There's no one but you. Thank you. Thank you for revealing your heart to us. And I thank you for every person who has opened their heart to you right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Keep training them like I know you're going to do. Keep opening your heart to him. Don't stop right now. Do it when you go home. Do it tomorrow. Keep opening your heart. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.